talk on daddy's podcast with me? Yeah. Okay. Did you have fun at the beach house? Yeah, what's your favorite part about the beach house? The what? Birthday. 
and our anniversary and for her friend's birthday. So Can I just say I fucking love this beach house? The house is super nice, right Hito? Yeah, it's a big house. It's right on the beach. It's four bedrooms, a lot of open space, outdoor deck, a jacuzzi, big yard. It's perfect for the kids to run around and play with. It has its the beach with a little boat landing where the kids can play. It's kind of high tide. The uh, uh, tide was high this weekend. So, there wasn't much beach in front, but that was okay, right, Nito? You still got to swim? Nope, almost trip. So, I'm recording this podcast right now, driving home. I got Erickson passed out. Hito, you still awake? Yeah, but he'll be asleep soon. So, it's been a while, guys, since I did a podcast. It's been a really long time probably a couple months now and it's just been crazy busy with work family life but I got this time now and I just want to say thank you guys for sticking with me and sticking with voices from the planet that's what you're listening to by the way if you made it this far and you don't know what you got which I don't know how you could have clicked on a podcast without you know, whatever, but this podcast, if you're a new listener, sometimes and more often than not, it's just me rambling on, trying to figure my way through this life like much of us are. And sometimes I have guests on and we fucking talk story. This is not one of those. This is gonna be just me driving along driving home after a weekend at the beach house on the North Shore back to reality in Eva Beach back to Mondays back to the grind but these little breakaways from realities if you can get them I think they're very they can they can be very healing sure if you go on like a vacation and it's like a shitty vacation or you know traveling with your spouse and you don't get along or some shit happens or whatever like it could be fucking not relaxing but this because there's no traveling involved other than driving and there's just low stress so being able to kick back and hang out at a beach all weekend and not have responsibilities other than just being present with the people you're with I mean how perfect is that right I wish I could do that every weekend I wish I could be my life just fucking live on the beach which sounds kind of cliche since this is Hawaii and that's probably what a lot of people fucking think we do out here but that's not how it is for majority of the people you know everybody lives a normal life here pretty much and even those people who live on the beach well they probably are pretty well off if they can afford a house on the beach but everybody gotta grind right everybody gotta fucking work and some of us work to afford a house and have a beach some of us work to afford a beach house on the North Shore and then rent it out on VRBO or Airbnb to local people so we can get away from our crazy lives for the weekend. It's something about that feels kind of weird, but fuck it, man. I ain't gonna fucking complain. I take full advantage of that shit. You guys should too. It's kind of a thing right now. There's like a. It's up in the air with this. Airbnb or this kind of vacation rental uh, marketing scheme or not scheme marketing strategy of buying a house and renting it out for people who are on vacation I know the hotel industry 
didn't really like it because you're taking money away from the number one industry in Hawaii. But a lot of these companies were charging these crazy fees and, you know, whatever. I mean, whatever. They can do whatever they want. It's their house. But they weren't paying taxes or paying property taxes. There was, like, some fucking weird way they were not paying their fair share. It's the Hawaii government and all their brilliance decided to fucking make a law or something where you know these are now illegal vacation rentals and apparently there's like 10,000 vacation rentals in operation I don't know if that's only on Oahu if that's Oahu and neighbor islands or whatever but apparently only like 700 out of that 10,000 are legal which prop with proper permits and shit or whatever so they're cracking down so either the ones that aren't playing by the rules are gonna have to get their shit together or they can just continue to go the illegal route and i'm sure they'll continue to make a ton of fucking money but they won't be able to sell on all these like websites and shit but you know they'll find a way they'll evolve they'll figure it out but i know you didn't you're not listening to this podcast thinking like oh let's listen to this guy talk about the fucking visitor hospitality industry in hawaii been a while since i've done one of these solo casts there's a probably a ton of i mean probably there's a ton of shit that's been going on or you know that i could catch you all up on but to be completely honest i'm not even sure what i've talked about on other podcasts since then or even if i've talked about it in intros for other ones but yeah i don't know i just figured I record one since I got time. I knew Hito would fall asleep eventually, so I figured, fuck it, just... With kids, if you, like, try to, like... I've noticed when I... Like, I want him to take a nap or fall asleep so I can get something done. And that shit's never gonna fucking happen. He's gonna stay awake. I'm gonna get frustrated because I want him to take a nap. Then we're fighting against each other because... That's what fucking parents and kids do. So I'm starting to now just let it go. And when he falls asleep, he'll fall asleep. And when he does, I'll take the opportunity to do what I need to do. And, you know, obviously, as long as there's no deadlines which need to get met. I mean, if that's the case, that could probably change everything I'm saying. And it would still be super stressful. But I'm trying. You know. We're not all perfect parents, but trying our best for our kids with what we got. You know, looking back now, you start to realize your parents probably didn't know what the fuck they were doing either. They were just trying to figure it out as well. But your kids, when you're young, and like if you have kids, they look to you as like, the authority, right, the one who knows everything, the one to go to, the the example, I mean, that's your piece of shit parent, but for the most part, that's how I felt, like, my, I felt like my parents knew everything, everything they always said, I mean, even still, like, when they give me advice on things, I always assume that my mom and dad know, like, they know what the fuck is up, but, I mean, at this point, they do, they've lived a lot more life, but when we were young, they were young, too, just like how we were fucking young, young parents, and we didn't have life figured out yet, we were still figuring ourselves out, unless you're one of these, like, super fucking, I know who, exactly who I am by your 20s, before you have kids, but even still, like, there's no perfect people, so I'm assuming that all of us are damaged by our parents. So you can only assume that you're gonna do some sort of damage to your kids. That's not to say that they're not gonna turn out fine, you know. I know a ton of well-adjusted people. So, you know, but everybody's got some sort of fucking issue, right? Whether you show it to the world or you don't. Whether you let people think everything, you know, you got it all under control or you don't. 
a lot of us are just trying to figure out like how we get it together for ourselves for me personally for these two guys who are sleeping right now in the car like I've accepted the fact that I'm not going to be a perfect parent I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to make wrong decisions when it comes to, you know, how I parent my kids. But my goal is to not raise any serial killers. I mean, everybody's fucking weird. So, I mean, they're going to, if your kids are weird, that's not a problem. But as long as you're not raising fucking psychopaths. And give yourself a pat on the back, right? I mean, you don't want to raise a lazy member of society who doesn't contribute and has nothing to offer. That was not good either. But that's still better than a fucking psychopath, serial killer, pedophile. You know, I feel like that would be the fucking worst. Like you, you find you raise your kid, they grow to adulthood. And then, like, you know, you're old and you're an old parent of a adult. And then you learn that your child was a pedophile or serial killer. I mean, the guilt that must come, like, and the questions, like, what did you do wrong as a parent? I mean, I'm sure there's some fucking explanation or, you know, if you really dug deep to something that happened to them as a child maybe you had nothing to do with it but you know some external factor flipped that switch in them but then you're always going to be like why didn't I catch it why didn't I see it I don't know I, I just hope that my kids don't turn out to be fucking Jeffrey Dahmer or fucking Bill Clinton or Hillary Clinton I don't have any girls, so... But you know what I'm saying. I just don't want to raise any pieces of shit. And hopefully... We'll, time will tell. We'll see. I mean, they're pretty young right now, and they seem pretty fucking cool. So, I don't know. We're trying our best. That's our. That's the Yoshimoto motto. Is, hey, we tried our best. Come on, guys. We tried our best, huh? We're not perfect, but we're doing our best. And that's all we can ask of our kids at the same time is just try your best. We're not always going to succeed in life. Not everything you do is going to fucking turn out perfect. But how you handle it, how you learn from it, and how you grow from it. Like right now, my five-year-old He's uh, learning sight words in elementary school. I mean, you know, easy words. As, that, his, them, they. Like, words that you just see them and you know what they are. You don't have to actually, like, read, read them, I guess. I don't know. I guess you're still reading them, but you're, it's more memorization of what that word looks like. And he, I can see that he gets frustrated. You know, but hey, they're new words. These are the that's what I tell them is like, these are the first time you're doing this, and so they get them. They get a new set of five words every time they pass, and the, the whole testing thing is like they gotta do 25 words, and it's the same five words but just randomly arranged. They gotta complete that within 32 seconds. And when they do, they move on to the next set, and the next set, and the next set, and so on, and so on, and so on. But he gets, you know, he passes one, he gets a new set, so we try it out, and he doesn't get it in 30 seconds, and he gets frustrated, and I can see that he's getting mad. I've got to explain to him, you know, you just got to try your best. These are new words, you never saw these. You didn't get the other ones on the first try, you know? Fucking, we're gonna practice. Practice makes paa is what we say instead of perfect because I don't know. 
perfect seems again like an unrealistic unattainable goal which would only lead to resentment frustration and ultimately could lead to failure but we encourage him you know like the last time you know you didn't get him right away and you got in you passed and lo and behold this kid practices and by the time testing comes around he's blowing the time away and moving on to the next card so it's a learning lesson he's five but we're trying our best and he's trying his best and that's all we can ask that's all we can ask I got to meet fucking Harrison Stafford in person, in the flesh. We uh, worked with him. So for my job, we're producing another music video. And we are featuring Harrison alongside Ellie Mack. And the always gracious and beautiful Paula Fuga. So we're featuring the three of them in one scene together as a trio of amazing vocalists. And as you know, if you've been listening, me and Harrison Stafford are friends on Instagram for a while now before I've actually met him. And, uh, you know, we comment back and forth on his posts and he likes my posts I like his posts you know we have a little social media friendship which when I told my wife that I'm friends with him I left out the social media part I just you know said we're friends he's my friend and she is like yeah you're so full of shit and this has like been going on a couple years at least right I think we've been following I mean of course I've been following him but he started following me. And at first I thought maybe it's a mistake. Maybe he thinks I'm somebody else. But, I mean, shit, we became Instagram friends. And, you know, years go by, time passes. I'm working where I'm working and we're looking for new artists or more artists to be in the next music video we're producing. taking suggestions and I suggest his name and also that you know he'll be in Hawaii in what was it like in September was that was that September yeah I was in September and um so we should try and reach out and invite him to be in the video and see what can happen so we made it happen agreed to give his time and energy along with Paula and Ellie Mack to be a part of this project and I was instrumental not only in suggesting him and inviting him but as well as you know drafting all that like making all that shit in the back end happen so on the day of the shoot, we go there, and I'm fucking super nervous because Harrison Stafford is like, he's, I don't know, if you're a fan of Groundation, you know what the fuck, you know, but for those who don't, the lead singer of an international touring mega fucking awesome reggae band, Future Roots. When the history books are finally closed on reggae music, which they probably never will. But as time passes, there will definitely be a chapter on Harrison Stafford and Groundation and what they've done for reggae music and what he's done as far as educating people in the history of reggae and the roots of reggae. If you didn't know, he was the first professor to teach a college course on the history of reggae music at Sonoma College in California. But anyway, so 
day of the shoot, we go there, and I'm nervous, because I'm going to fucking meet him, guarantee I'm going to meet him, uh, I have his fucking check for him that I got to give him and have him sign the, you know, media and, you know, waiver form to appear in the video and all this shit, so I'm going to interact with him, and I'm thinking, like, holy shit, do I be like, hey, what's up, Harrison, you know, voices from the planet or do I just not mention it and try to be fucking cool like I was like I don't know what the fuck to do I was getting like anxiety about it I'm tripping the fuck out I get there and I decide that I'm not gonna be like hey I'm voices from the planet but you know so I introduce myself my boss is like we're talking and my boss tells him like you know Eric's Eric was like um you know, the reason why we're happy we invited you and have you in this video, blah, 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 and I'm like, yeah, that's right, but, um, so we're doing the shoot, we're filming, blah, 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 the day's going on, and, uh, we're done filming for the day, so we're kind of wrapping up, everybody's packing up their gear, I'm getting all that paperwork and, you know, lunches distributed and fucking checks handed out and blah, 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 all the fun stuff I get to do on days when we do photo shoots or video shoots, but, um, and then he, like, looks at me and he's like, voice from the planet, right, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's me, and I was like, hey, so then he, was, then we started, like, really talking story, I mean, because we were interacting and talking, but more on the, in the context of this video shoot we're doing right now, and, know that kind of stuff but then we just started talking story and it's like about our kids and family and uh, it's like fuck dude this guy is like my brother I mean we got fucking matching beards but um so super fucking cool bro I was to meet him super down to earth super fucking smart humble generous as fuck um a real fucking good dude and he fucking um so at the end we're wrapping up everybody's about ready to leave and he's asking like are you guys gonna go to the show tonight because later that night they had a show at the republic music festival which was at the waikiki shell on that weekend and it had like groundation matis yahoo steel pulse fucking one night and then the next day was like trevor hall the original whalers fucking tribal seeds and just yeah, so there's all these bands, and then Rebel Soul, no, maybe not, but anyway, so they had that show that night, so he's asking, you know, uh, me, the the audio crew, our staff, all these guys, like, are you guys going to the show, and when I heard that the show was coming, I had told Nicole, like, we're fucking going, but us being tired ass fucking old lazy motherfuckers, like, yeah, let's not go. I guess we kind of decided we weren't gonna go and so he's asking us and I'm telling him man you know we got shit we gotta do blah 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 we gotta pick up the kids and this and that and he's like he's like well just let me know and I can get you guys on the on the list just let me know the names or whatever and I'm like oh shit alright let me fucking tell Nicole like I think we're fucking going to this concert tonight so we're go, we go. I call her and she's like, fuck yeah, we're going. And I was like, we can bring the fucking kids. Like, it's early. They were, they opened up the show, which I ain't trying to talk shit about BAMP or fucking whoever the fuck put it on, which I think it's BAMP. But Groundation shouldn't have opened the show. They should have been like at least a middle act or at least headlining. I mean, Matis Yahoo and Steel Pulse. was it no it was tribal seas that night but anyways like i just felt like the order was a little out of fucking sync but um so we go and they're the first band so they're opening up so it's early like the sun is still out it's like perfect for us so i tell nicole that and she's like yep we're going she's like fuck yeah so we straight from work we pick up the kids we go over to the waikiki shell we get there not a lot of people there I'm kind of tripping out like bro why don't people why aren't people here to see groundation this is fucking kind of crazy so we go we go to the fucking will call and give them our names and the lady is like oh what's the name and she's like looking confused and I always get anxiety about that shit like 
I mean, not that this happens to me often, but it has happened enough times where I always get anxiety approaching and asking to because somebody put my name on a list or fucking they have some tickets that will call for me because I'm always paranoid that they're not going to have it there or my name is not going to be on the list and I just feel fucking I'm going to look stupid but that's not a knock on the people who said they're going to do it that I don't trust them it's just I don't know I just it's something in me that just is paranoid and about that shit but um so go and the lady's like uh who who put your name on the list and I was like I was like uh Harrison Stafford and Nicole like looks at me and she's like fucking asshole like Harrison Stafford put your fucking name on the list and I was like wow what the fuck dude like I know I I felt like a kind of a douchebag like why couldn't she just have found it and been like oh yep there you are and not make me have to be like oh Harrison put my name on the list but anyway so we go in yeah not a lot of people sun is still out we're like in the fourth row right up front I'm like holy fuck like as they're playing Harrison is making like eye contact with me I'm like giving him the shock and like saying what's up I bumped into fucking Uncle Al over there from the fucking Hawaii cannabis community what's up Uncle Al fucking he was front row like right in front of us and Groundation put on a fucking great show this is Groundation the next generation it's an all new band lineup and these fucking guys are fucking murderers rather fucking killers it's fucking not that I would expect anything less but sometimes when people change lineups and bands especially when they have a really good thing going and the chemistry is right sometimes it's at a detriment to the overall feel of the band but now with Groundation they still have that vibe and I gotta assume that it's in part to Harrison and you know the direction and the music that he wants to make and the way he manages it and I guess just being the fucking professor so we stayed for their set and I didn't mention this part because I kind of forgot until I, cause I'm telling this story because I really don't like these things I don't like live for these things but I gotta admit they're cool as fuck but it's easy for these things to like slip my mind because it's not things I put a lot of value on but it did make it for a fucking dope ass experience so I shouldn't forget it but in addition to getting us on the list and getting us tickets he got us all access fucking passes so we could go backstage so then I was like Nicole you gotta fucking I gotta take you back there to meet Harrison at least right I mean fuck Nicole loves groundation more than I do she says she introduced me to groundation but I had in passing in a very pedestrian way heard of groundation and heard their music and you know it was good but I just never at the time I was more listening to a lot more hip-hop so I heard it I liked it but I didn't stick with it but then come back around in life and find Nicole and so I guess in a way she did it reintroduced me to Groundation so if it wasn't for her I wouldn't have this appreciation and this knowledge and love for Harrison and the band and the music but um so we go back after this set we go backstage and I'm like we gotta fucking meet him you gotta meet him she's fucking crazy excited so we go backstage again the whole time I'm feeling like god I feel like such a kind of like a douchebag just going backstage like who the fuck are we but you know what I'm saying we are who we are <laughs> we're the Yoshimoto's man Yoshimoto fucking jam band family jam band but, um, so we go backstage and we see Mama T and the Ites family jam band the Ites family band so with shout out to Mama T and Sam and Liliana well they're back there too hanging out so we're chilling talking story with them waiting for Harrison to come out it's getting a little later now it's getting dark the kids I feel are getting a little restless but they're enjoying themselves they're playing around in the backstage 
quite a fucking trip to think that my two kids are backstage at the Republic Music Festival where Crown Nation and Matis Yahoo who might I add I constantly get fucking people like hey Matis Yahoo because of the beard but nobody's like hey Harrison's never and Matis Yahoo doesn't even have fucking beard anymore but anyway I digress so they, they and we were waiting a while and he comes out and so I introduce him to Nicole and it's just like holy shit like you know, we're talking story, just, you know, you know, shooting the shit, being fucking complete fanboy and fangirl, nah, we weren't, we, I think we played it pretty cool, but, um, we were both really fucking excited, it was quite a fucking experience to meet a man who we hold in such high regard, not only for the music he makes, but just for the message in the music, and not only when he's singing, but when he's speaking, you know, he carries that positive vibe and love and light and you know that's something that I strive for or I'd hope to accomplish or achieve or be able to at least I someone can say the same about me at some point you know um but I just want to send a huge mahalo and a huge shout out to the professor Harrison Stafford for not only being one cool dude, but being so generous with your time and contributing your time to the project for my work and also, you know, getting us to go to that concert and, you know, allowing the opportunity for my kids and my wife to meet you and hopefully they'll remember this i know i'll remember it maybe the details will come and go but i know i'll never forget you know meeting you and hopefully one day i'll have you on here i don't know if you if harrison this is just a personal message to you if you listen to these i don't know but um maybe if you do if you've made it this far fuck that's crazy but um Hopefully one day I'll get you on this podcast. I know I've mentioned it in other ones. You are a guest I would love to have on and talk to. I'd love to have a five-hour podcast where we just fucking record and talk about everything. But um, I wouldn't want to keep you for five hours from your family or from whatever it is that you're doing. Because what you do is so important, my brother. But one day I'm going to put out the call. I'm going to hit you up. And... Uh, out and get you on this fucking podcast, man. God damn, that would be like a dream picture. I've had Mike Love, who I fucking look up to. I want to get Nako. I met Nako. That's crazy. I did a podcast about meeting him. Not with him, obviously, but about meeting him. And I also did one about the experience me and my wife had at one of his concerts. And now I get to do a podcast about my experience of the Groundation concert, which we've been to many, but this one was even more special because we got to meet the man himself it's like fuck dude none of this would be happening if i was sitting in a fucking cubicle grinding it away and fucking miserable dude like i swear like other people have told me that the decision of making this like when i was said i was gonna quit my job and I didn't have anything lined up. I had already applied to this, but I hadn't heard back yet. But I took a leap of faith. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And people were saying how that's dumb and you got to do this. But then some people were like, that's fucking awesome and amazing. And, you know, it's it's still not easy. It's not an easy fucking job, bro. It's bust ass. But these are the types of fucking benefits and rewards for all the hard work that I've put in and it's only been a year but I feel like I've done way more than the past than my last like five six years at my old job in this one year fuck leaps and bounds because my old job was just fucking routine and boring and fucking shitty but not this place man this place is fucking crazy it's non-stop chaos but it's fucking awesome and I fucking love it and even though sometimes I'm stressed and I come home stressed you know 
the grand scheme of things, it's best to just stay positive and positive will happen, bruh. I mean, fuck. Meet your fucking heroes. That's all I gotta say. Bruh. Nako and fucking Harrison Stafford, two, probably two musicians and messengers prophets even some might say that I hold in like the highest regard and like the, their music has changed my life has stirred emotions has fucking healed parts of me that I never knew were fucking even damaged until I've heard a song by them or heard them speak on something you know what I mean and I don't want to say like, yeah, I'm living my fucking dream because this wasn't even a dream I had. I didn't know that this existed in this capacity, you know, but I started the podcast way before I started this job and that kind of was the goal was to, you know, have these amazing people on the podcast as guests, but um, who knows, maybe taking the leap and doing this now is now I'm making these connections and these networks which I hope my job doesn't I think like I'm just trying to fucking do this on purpose to get podcast guests because I mean yeah I mean get the fuck out of here but um that would be a pretty fucking neat side benefit of just Meeting these people through work, getting to know them, becoming or getting to a level on them where they are willing to be on the podcast for an hour or two and talk story with me and not it and it not be so fucking interviewy because a lot of these people they do all that interview shit where, you know, magazines or fucking news people and oh shit. There's a dog on the fucking road and it just got off the road. God damn it, dog. Get out of the goddamn road. Jesus Christ. But, um... Okay, they're both asleep. Okay, there's a truck pulled over up here. Maybe that's that guy's dog. Did it jump out of the back of your truck? Where's... What the fuck is going on? Anyway. Alright. But, what the fuck is this saying? Damn, that was kind of fucking intense. <sighs> what the hell are those? Oh my god, fucking scooter club. It's like those guys on like motorized skateboards on the side of the road. <sighs> I'm almost home. This will be over soon, guys. Thank you for sticking with me. Um hope you guys are enjoying these fucking ads I'm sorry I had to do it I needed a way to try and make some money off this podcast and you'll you'll be happy to know that I have grossed all of almost three dollars in the past couple months that I've been using Anchor but maybe the more podcasts I put out the more I don't know visibility I get on there whatever but for those of you who sit through the ads thank you it's making a little bit of a difference I haven't even cashed it in yet but soon I was waiting for that tree fitted mock I just need a bot tree fitted so hey you can do that you can actually donate too fuck that would be super cool if people started donating through anchor for this you can leave voice messages on Anchor. That's kind of cool. Did I just not finish my thought about Harrison and all this? Sh- what the fuck? I don't know. But anyway. About, like, poaching fucking artists I meet through work to have them on as guests on a podcast. But that was not the plan, you know. But if it happens, that's great, too. But anyway. So... leave me voice messages on anchor can donate on anchor listen to the ads the 
pay me that way too, so that fucking works. God damn, do you hear that? All right, I'm gonna let you guys go now. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, don't forget, check out my homie, the Grow Guru Hawaii on Instagram for all your growing needs. If you're interested in growing your own medical cannabis, hit him up and he can tell you all you need to know. You can also, eh, I'm going to stop doing the audible ones that hasn't given me shit. It's still on there if you want, but yeah, I'm done with audible. Just do the anchor one. That's probably the best way. If you want to support the podcast, do it through anchor. You can listen on Spotify now. I should probably do this in the beginning since you probably listened to this whole thing and you know this by now. But anyways, I got to figure this shit out. It's been like three fucking years I've had this podcast. Oh, yeah, that happened too. I made like my three-year anniversary, podiversary. But, um, yeah, so hopefully we'll do another one of these soon and you won't miss me too much till the next one. All right, love you guys. Peace.
It's puzzling. I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like this before. <laughs> 